I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, September 10th, and what a beautiful day here in Roanoke Rapids. It's sunny. I think it's going to get up to about 75, 80 degrees today. Just a perfect day. And uh, thank the Lord for the rain yesterday. And here we are, beautiful sunshine today. And thank you for joining us, whether you're on the radio, 95.9 FM. We welcome you. And maybe you're driving down the road or maybe you're uh, at work or maybe you're trying to eat lunch, whatever you're doing. We're thankful you've taken the time for uh, this broadcast. Those that are watching on Facebook, thank you for tuning in. And uh, I hope that uh, you have a great day today. I hope your, your day has gone well so far. And then those on the podcast, the radio app, and on YouTube, we welcome you and we thank you for tuning in. Uh, happy birthday today. Uh, only one birthday. And uh, it is my wife's birthday, Joanna. Uh, her birthday is today. So happy birthday to Joanna. And uh, also, not in our church, but my brother Joel, he pastors in Iowa. His birthday is today. And then Caleb, your sister, uh, her birthday is today. And uh, so happy birthday to all of you. And then tomorrow, we've got several birthdays, Emily Anderton and Charlie Beaver and Crystal Carter and Lori Futrell. Uh, happy birthday to all of you tomorrow on 9-11. And then a uh, happy birthday, uh, happy anniversary tomorrow, 9-11, to Lucky and Cheryl Walker. And I hope you folks have a great day. Uh, of course, uh, tomorrow is not only uh, 9-11, but it is the 20th anniversary uh, since 9-11, uh, 2001. I was uh, preaching this week in West Virginia for a school revival. And uh, I told the students the story, which of course, none of those students were 20 years old. They're all high school and uh, junior high. But I told them about that day, September 11th. Well, my wife and I, we got engaged the evening of September 10th. That was her birthday. And uh, I tried to surprise her. And I think it, she was pretty well surprised. But it was uh, that Monday evening, September 10th, 2001, that next morning, I got a phone call from Joanna. She was in Iowa working at the church there with her dad. We were both done with college, and I was in Illinois working with my dad at the church in Geneseo, and I was at the church, and I got the call uh, from my wife saying, Jeremy, you've got to turn on the news. She said, it looks like we are at war, and of course, we didn't know what was going on with the planes flying into those towers, and then, of course, flying into the Pentagon, and then uh, Flight 93, uh, United Flight 93 with uh, Todd Beamer and those folks that brought down that plane and overtook those terrorists and uh, that uh, famous, uh, those famous words, let's roll. And uh, that was a day that, um, of course, we'll never forget. But uh, for my wife and I, it was very, it was very strange. We went from Monday night, we were so excited, we just got engaged, and then Tuesday morning, we felt like we couldn't tell anybody. And I think it was probably a week or two before we really started sharing it, you know, telling people because it was just such a, an awful time. Uh, in our country. But you know, uh, here we are 20 years later, 
And uh, I'm thankful to tell you that God is still on the throne. God's still in control and uh, God is still at work. And I'm thankful for what God has done in my life in these last 20 years. I'm thankful for what God has done for you and for our church and for our families. And uh, let's keep our eyes on the Lord. Uh, We're not, uh, we love our country. We're thankful for our country, but our hope is not in the United States of America. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And so I hope you'll pray for our country, uh, pray for uh, our military. Uh, Let's be in prayer for our church. Pray for a great day on Sunday. Pray that God will bless us and uh, pray that we'll have a great day. Pray for our school. I pray for our missionaries and uh, let's continue to pray for uh, all of the needs that we have represented in our church and from those of you that are listening. I want you to hear this song and I hadn't planned to say all that about 9-11, but I had picked out this song and uh, this is a song, um, I'm sure we've never had it sung in our church. I, I know we haven't. As a matter of fact, I've only heard it one place and this is by the Clark family who will sing it today. But uh, it talks about the fact that God is the same God uh, when you go through good times or when you go through bad times. As a matter of fact, the song starts off about talking about how you could have a funeral uh, at a church and just a couple blocks away, you could have a wedding. Uh, We've got a wedding coming up a week from tomorrow here at our church, Uh, Garrett Morris and Taylor Connell. And uh, can I tell you the same God uh, uh, at that time was also the same God that is present at the funeral or at the graveside, or at the hospital. And uh, I think about Caleb and Jen. They just had their baby uh, born on Sunday, and that's the same God that is there for the birth of that baby that's there for the death of a precious saint. And I'm thankful that God is faithful. I want you to hear this great song, and after the song, we'll be in our Bible study in Proverbs 17. Church on the corner, my hometown. A lot of roses and rice and joy all around. A rennet tux and an ivory dress and a white limousine at the bottom of the stairs. Just down the street, another church, a spray of carnations and a long black purse. Family and friends, tears in their eyes. It's never easy saying goodbye. And I realized in two blocks time, you're the same God when joy It turns on a dime 
A day that was sunny is suddenly dim And I'm wrestling my fears and my failures again I miss and I'm babies pulsing in the wind I'm shifting sand and even then you're the same God when joy floods the heart when life falls apart you're the same God when hope shines like the sun when dreams enjoyed that song and uh, that's a it's a new song uh, but uh, what a great message and what a great thought for this uh, time in our country uh, for this time in all of our lives that I'm glad that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday today and forever I'm glad that uh, Malachi tells us that uh, our God is the God that does not change hallelujah for that because people change uh, people can change and people can change from one day to the next or you know one day they were saying this and the next day they're on the opposite end of the spectrum but I'm glad that our God never changes and I thank the Lord for that great song Proverbs 17 in your Bibles I want to talk to you about a couple key words in here and as we've gone through the Proverbs we, we haven't gone every single verse but we've tried to hit every chapter and, and see some of the themes but I want you to see in Proverbs 17 I want you to see the theme of a father. Uh, it says in verse number two, a wise uh, servant uh, shall have rule over a son that causeth shame and shall have part among, of the inheritance among the brethren. Verse six, children's children are the crown of old men and the glory of children are their fathers. You see, number one, I want you to see that there is a gift that comes from a father. Uh, it is an inheritance. An inheritance is found in verse number two, and it talks about uh, how really a wise servant is in better, better standing than a, a foolish son. But if an inheritance is something that the father has for his children. It is a gift. Uh, I want to say this, the greatest inheritance that you can receive from your father or from your mother is not monetary. Uh, my father, of course, he's been with the Lord for five and a half years. Uh, my father did not pass down a monetary inheritance to his children. 
But you know what he did pass down? He passed something down a whole lot more valuable. He passed down a godly heritage, a godly legacy. He passed down something that can never be taken, taken away. You see, people can take away money. Uh, people can not touch a godly legacy. The IRS can take a lot of money out of an inheritance, but the IRS cannot touch a godly legacy. Thieves can take money and thieves can take property. Uh, accidents can destroy homes and destroy vehicles and hurricanes and tornadoes and fires and earthquakes and floods. They can destroy property. We've seen that in recent days with the hurricanes that have gone through and just completely wiped out towns and wiped out neighborhoods and, and the flooding and the destruction. But all of these things cannot touch a godly legacy that has been passed down. I'm thankful that God gave me a godly father. I'm thankful for a godly mother. I'm thankful for faithful parents, and I'm thankful for a Christian home. You may not have a godly fa father. You may not have a godly mother, but I want to tell you this. You can have part of an inheritance uh, from people that you are around and people that you allow to influence you who are godly. You can have a godly heritage from your pastor or from a Sunday school teacher or, 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 or from uh, maybe somebody who is uh, like a father and mother or a, a, like a grandparent that, that you can spend time with. You say, well, how do I get their godly uh, inheritance? Well, you can talk to them. You can spend time with them. You can learn from them. You can follow their example. I tell you, I want to learn from people that are godly people. I want to learn from people that are still in church. I want to learn from people that still love God, people that still pray, people that still believe the Bible, people that give and people that serve and people that uh, go to Sunday school and people that take time for the things of God. I know you can learn a lot from people uh, that are not in church. You can learn a lot about finances maybe, uh, although they wouldn't be able to teach you the most important part of finances and that is giving and tithing. Uh, but maybe somebody's not in church, but they could help you with building or they could help you with, uh, uh, you know, your, your, your financial planning or your estate or, or give you advice on different things. But I want to tell you the godly legacy that you and I ought to have and desire, that's something that can be passed down by godly people. We see, first of all, the gift from a father, it's an inheritance. But secondly, I want you to see about a father, I see the glory of children. It says in verse number six, the glory of children are their fathers. Grandchildren are the crown of old men. That's what the Bible says. Uh, I've heard someone say that grandchildren are the reward for not killing your own children. And that may be true. I don't know. Um, but I thank the Lord for my children. But everybody says grandchildren are even better, right? Because you can just spoil them and then send them home. You don't have to deal with them. But for children... The Bible says their glory is their father. That word glory means an ornament. It is an honor. It is a majesty. An ornament is something that embellishes. It is something which when added to another, it renders it more beautiful to the eye. You see, I believe the glory of children are their fathers. I believe it should go both ways. I believe that we should be proud of our parents, but I also believe our parents ought to be proud of us. Uh, you ought to make each other look good. Think about an ornament. We often think about an ornament with a Christmas tree. 
Well, an ornament without the tree doesn't work. And a tree without any ornaments, that doesn't work either, but they go together. Think about a crown. A crown is a wonderful thing, but if you don't have a head to place it upon, then that crown uh, is not, is not as, as meaningful as it should be. They go together. Uh, my dad, you hear me talk about my dad a lot. My dad was not perfect, but I tell you, he was an amazing dad. He was a, an amazing father. He was an amazing Christian. He was an amazing pastor. It was an honor for me to be his son. It was a privilege for me to introduce people to my dad, and, 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 and I hope it went both ways. I hope my dad felt the same way about me. But as parents, we ought to work to be the kind of parent that our children will be proud of. Now, right now, when they're younger, they may not understand it, and they may not like the rules, and they may not always, they may think you're too strict or whatever. But, but when your children are grown and they look back, they ought to say, I'm so thankful for the dad. I'm so thankful for the mom that I had. I'm so thankful for what they did for me. And as children, we ought to give our parents the honor and the respect that they deserve. Can I tell you, our parents have had to put up with a lot putting up with us, but we ought to give them honor and we ought to give them respect. The last thing I want you to see about a father, not only the gift and not only the glory, but I want you to see the grief. It says in verse number 25, a foolish son is a grief to his father and bitterness to her that bear him. You see, this is not saying that a mother is bitter towards her child. That's not what it's saying. But rather it is saying that that child is a painful affliction or a deep distress of mind. Boy, I would never want to cause pain to my mother. I would never want to cause distress for my mother. I don't want to put my parents through that. I don't want to be someone that is a grief to my parents. Can I tell you, we ought to do all we can to bring honor and glory uh, and, and respect to our parents, but we also ought to do everything we can to bring honor and glory to our Heavenly Father. I don't ever want to be a grief to my Heavenly Father. Jesus said it like this. He said, when you pray, pray our Father. The book of Galatians tells us that when we talk to God, we can say, Abba, Father, which is literally the word Daddy. It's a close and a loving and a personal uh, uh, term that we can use when talking to our Heavenly Father. I'm thankful that our Heavenly Father is a good Heavenly Father. He is good to us. He's better to us than we deserve. I'll tell you that from personal testimony. Now, do we have a good Father? We have a great Father. We have a Heavenly Father who is so great. He is so wonderful. He is so amazing that uh, we, we could never begin to praise Him enough. We have a giving Father. You say, well, how do you know that, Pastor? I know that because everything I have came from God. Every good gift cometh from above, from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Our Father is so giving to us. He is so generous to us, and we have a gracious Father. Aren't you glad for the grace of God? Aren't you glad that our Father is gracious and merciful and long-suffering? Aren't you glad that He's patient with us? I know my, my earthly father, I know he was very patient with me, and I'm thankful for that. I don't always have that, that much patience sometimes. But I'll tell you this, we have a Heavenly Father who is so patient. He is long-suffering to us. We're not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Let's thank God today that not only is He our God, not only is He our Creator, not only is He our Savior, but He is our Father. Let's love Him today. Let's serve Him today. Let's please Him today. Let's not be a grief, but let's bring glory 
and honor to him. Have a great day. I hope you have a great weekend. And thank you so much for tuning in for our Winning Side broadcast. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.